0: Welcome to episode number 56 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's episode is entitled Prosperity and Financial Success. We have been in a series on finances and specifically... Prosperity for the last few months. And I want to talk today about the significance of prosperity and success being properly understood by people. Sometimes people feel that if you prosper financially, you automatically have success. Well, the road to prosperity and the road to success are many times two different roads. So let's just see where the Lord takes us because we're going to focus on His Word and we're going to believe that God's going to give us some wisdom and some direction. Heavenly Father, I pray for your anointing upon upon this teaching today. Pray that you would bless those who are listening in today and I pray that you would guide me through this discussion in the area of prosperity and success. In Jesus' name, amen. I made the statement at the beginning of this episode that there is a difference between prosperity and success. Now we tend to think that they go hand in hand and they really should. And if we're a follower of Jesus Christ and we are following his instructions on how to have success and what prosperity is, then we'll probably be okay. However, a lot of folks get confused when it comes to prosperity and success. We define prosperity many times as just making a lot of money and getting rich. Well, it's a whole lot more than that. And then we talk about success as being maybe successful in a career or a job and going up the ladder and seeing these things happen in our life and be successful with your family and all that. Well, that's partially true, but the definition of success, in my opinion, is to be content, to be happy, to be prosperous in your family relationships, to have a right relationship with God, to have balance in our lives as far as work and family and church and our relationship with the Lord and our prayer life and our giving of our finances to the Lord. That's the whole balance that I see. Then I also have a definition of prosperity that has to to do with being successful in the sense of a right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Having that kind of relationship where we understand what it is to be happy and to be content with what we have and yet also understand that God wants us to live an abundant life. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to be successful. That God wants to be in charge but he wants us to put him first. He wants us to place our finances first with him. So prosperity is a wonderful word and success is another wonderful word but we're going to try and get in there and kind of knit pick this a little bit and see what God's word has to say and see how we can set up a life filled with prosperity and success based upon God's word and our relationship with him. In the 15 years that I was a banker with a very large bank here in the state of Arizona, I met a lot of people that we would describe as successful and people who were prosperous and many who were both prosperous in the world's eyes and successful. It makes me think of an individual I knew, a man who we became good friends with him and he was a customer of mine for many years years, he was an attorney and he was known in the community as a very successful, very wealthy man. Now, let's take a look at his life as a businessman and his life as a husband, father, and a family man. Yes, he was successful in business. He had a law firm that made a lot of money. He had a lot of employees and was well-known in the community. Prosperous, yes, he prospered financially. He was worth millions and millions of dollars and had a goal in his life to be worth $100 million. He thought, if I could just do that, I know that I will have achieved all my goals and all my desires for, for success. Now, when you cross over into his family, he didn't go to church. He had a relationship with his wife that was kind of standoff They didn't really speak much together. They didn't have much of a relationship. She kind of lived her life and he kind of lived his life. His kids didn't like him very much. Matter of fact, he told me that his children were very, very upset with him all the time. He couldn't understand why and he had a difficult time making friends. So, Would you call that successful? I wouldn't. Would you call that prospering? I would not call that prospering. Because yeah, he had a lot of money and yeah, he had success in the world's eyes. But when it came to having a peaceful life, an enjoyable life, a relationship with the Lord, a good marriage and great relationship with his kids, he lacked all those things. So in my opinion, he was a very unsuccessful man and didn't understand what prosperity is all about. I talked to him many, many times and said things like, well, you need to get involved in your church. You need to have a relationship with the Lord. You need to spend time alone with your wife and your children and let's see if we can't help you reconnect all this together. He really wanted to, but every time he tried to make an effort to do that, the business always won out. And every time he'd make a promise to his wife or his family that they would start doing things together, the business always would win. He traveled around the city in a limousine because he didn't want to waste any time driving a car where he wouldn't be able to communicate with people, do work, and have his secretary with him in this limousine talking about deals, writing up notes, getting plans for the next project, the next deal. And quite frankly, I thought he lived a very miserable life. I wouldn't want that life. I wouldn't wish that life on anyone. So let's see what God's word says about the type of prosperity he wants us to have. I closed every single episode with this statement, may you prosper in all things and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and see what does that mean when the word of God had those words recorded. What does it mean when the word says, may you prosper even as your soul prospers? Well, I'd like to look at it this way. The word prosper in God's word kind of translates to embarking on a journey towards completeness and wholeness, total completeness in your life, peace probably beyond all of our understanding, health, good physical health and wholeness, a relationship with God and a relationship with our family that, that's going to bless others. You see, God desires for us to be successful, but he also wants us to keep things in proper balance in our life. The Lord wants us to be complete in our life, to be whole, to not just be physically strong and healthy, but to be internally healthy as well. You know, there's a major problem today with people having conditions related to stress in their life. Ulcers and things of that nature and high blood pressure many times are brought upon us because of the emotional challenges that we're going through in our life. So God wants us to prosper not only financially, but physically and spiritually. We can't prosper in those areas without having the right relationship with the Lord. So when the Word of God tells us that our soul should prosper, that means a complete makeover of who we are into what God wants us to be. Become the person that God wants us to be in our life. And then we'll start to understand what prosperity is all about. Some may wonder how can our soul prosper? Well, you know, the soul, if we kind of have a definition of our soul, it's everything that's within us, within inside of us, everything that we are internally, the internal world of who we are. When God created us, he created us in body, soul, and spirit. It's found in the book of Genesis. He talks about that we have a physical body and we have a soul and we have the spirit dwells inside of us. And man becomes a living soul, it says in the book of Genesis, and our our body our who we are is comprised of these three parts and they need to be at peace they need to be working together our body our soul and our spirit need to be in agreement because if our body is doing one thing and our spirit is off somewhere else and our soul is is in torment and challenges inside and we've got ulcers in our body we're on all kinds of medication our body is not functioning and prospering the way god wanted it to prosper so that's remember that when we talk about prosperity, yeah, money is a part of it. There's no question about that. But the true prosperity of any believer is having a right relationship with God the Father and having the three parts of our body that he created, the body, the soul, and the spirit blending together, working together, becoming one, being in unity, and being in proper balance. So I believe that that's the part I want to stress today. Any time I think of the prosperity that we want to have in our life and i want to talk about success we want to have in our life it reminds me of this this statement that's so powerful for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul Those words are found in the teaching in Mark chapter 8 and verse 33, 34 in that area. Jesus was talking to his disciples and he was trying to get them to understand the the relationship that he wanted them to have with him. So let me read in Mark chapter 8 verse 34 where he's calling the crowd kind of to join his disciples and he says this, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Those are things like greed and self-centeredness and dishonesty and improper ethics in business transactions or in our finances. He says, take up your cross and follow me. He's saying, take up the cross that I stand for and follow me. And then he says in third, verse 35, if you try to hang on to your life, and that, what is he talking about? He's talking about the things that we think are important, like money, like great success in business and the things that are more important than anything else. He says, if you try to hang on to your life or all that stuff, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, which means we surrender ourselves to God, True prosperity as a believer means we surrender our life to Christ. We turn everything over to Him. We put Him in charge. He's running the show. He is the one that's going to direct us and guide us. We go to Him for help. It says here, If you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, and the good news is the message of Jesus Christ who's come to save us, you will save it. He says in verse 36, And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Verse 17, 37, I'm sorry. Is anything worth more than your soul? You know, that kind of wraps up a lot of these thoughts that I'm having today. And that is that Jesus is trying to tell us if you want to prosper, yes, that's good. You can prosper and you can be successful. But put me first, have the right relationship with me. Because what's it going to gain you? Like this attorney, I go back to him. He had all this money and the older he got, the more alone that he got. Matter of fact, he, he became very greedy and kind of miserable kind of person. I didn't enjoy even being around him because he became so obsessed with prosperity financially and success to let everybody see him as a great success that he had no other relationships. He didn't have any peace in his own heart. He was basically losing his soul because of his desire for financial prosperity and success in his business and his life. So Jesus is talking about that. So we need to get that focus first because I've been teaching now for months on prosperity. I've been trying to give ideas and teaching and direction on how to prosper financially, how to put a good budget together, how to put yourself in a good position to have discipline in your life and making good decisions, how to trust God and put him first in our finances by giving first to him. And all these things that we've been talking about are crucial to be blessed financially and prospering financially and having success in our life, kind of success that God wants us to experience. Here's a scripture that probably kind of ties some of this together. It's found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 10. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And verse 22, it says this, The blessings of the Lord makes a person rich. Other translations say wealthy, wealthy relationships that were based on money disappeared, dried up, and went away. And these people, many times when they were out of football for a number of years, were kind of lonely people, didn't have the money to be able to have parties and do the things to draw people to them. And so they started to experience a lot of sorrow. So when the Word of God tells us that the blessings of the Lord makes a person prosperous or successful, and he adds no sorrow with it or to it that simply means that god desires to bless us he wants us to prosper but it's his way or it's just simply not going to work and we're going to be unhappy we're not going to be blessed we're going to think we're blessed because we've got some money but that's not where the true blessings of the lord lie all this kind of reminds me of something that took place yesterday as I was having dinner with my wife. We were at a restaurant and we, we were sitting pretty close to the kitchen. Of course, now a lot of restaurants have their kitchens and they're wide open so you can hear all the pots and the pans banging and the people talking and they, they think that's kind of fun and exciting. Sometimes that's okay, but there's a lot of times I'd kind of like to sit somewhere where it's a little more quiet. But anyways, we were sitting real close to the kitchen and the people were talking about various things and this one young man said, you know, if I win that million dollars on this lottery ticket, he says, "this." going to change my life and all of a sudden of course I heard that my wife said that sounds interesting and what he thought was if just somehow a million dollars would come into his life that somehow things would change so I looked over my shoulder I wanted to see how old this guy was he looked like he was maybe in his early 20s if that and he was saying oh yeah if I get that money my life's going to change and some guy said well are you going to keep working oh no 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 I'll quit working he says I won't have to because I'll have a million dollars and then the reality kind of sunk into me as I was talking to my wife and I said honey you realize how how much a million dollars seem to be now it is a huge amount of money no question about that but when I was 22 years old if someone would have said you could have a million dollars and you you could retire I probably would have thought yeah that's true but today if you have a million dollars and there's no other source of income then you got to remember that depending on your age if you're 50 years old you're probably going to live to be 70 or 80 maybe 90 years old and that million dollars will run out before your life comes to an end. So that's not the way it works when it comes to prosperity. God has a plan for us and our finances to prosper us that we can be blessed throughout our entire life. And yes, if you come into a large amount of money, you, you inherit some money and you get a, a large amount of money to, to invest or do various things with, how much more important it is to go to the Word of God and see where it talks about having direction from people to seek counsel and to not guarantee people's loans and to make investments wisely and to have a steady plotting type of investment plan and not hasty speculations. You see, whether you're rich or whether you're poor financially right now, God's word has instructions for us that we can truly understand what it means to prosper in all things and be in good health even as our soul prospers. As we move on, let's look at the word success and just kind of spend a little bit more time on that. I know I've talked about it on prior episodes of these podcasts but i want you to kind of look at six, what success really is in your life and we we'll go i go back to deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 where the word tells us that god gives you power to be successful and then in again in deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 9 i talked about how it says make your make you successful in everything that you do and god is talking about the ways that we can be successful and he's certainly in favor of us being successful in everything that we put our hand to if you wanted to get in the Word of God and just read in an area where it talks so much about success and prosperity and those things, you, you need to turn to the book of Proverbs. And so I'm going to do that right now. We're going to look at Proverbs chapter one in the New Living Translation. Let me read a couple verses to you and talk about how God has a, a plan for us to succeed. It talks about the purpose of the, of the book of Proverbs. It says, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, David, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. And it says their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives to help them do what is right just and fair. And it says these Proverbs will give insight to the simple knowledge and discernment to the young and to the old, obviously. But let's let's look at that word here where it talks about it in verse 3. Their purpose of the book of Proverbs is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. Well, I'm going to talk about a word that a lot of people don't like. It's called discipline. I thoroughly enjoy that word. Matter of fact, I enjoy it so much that I invite the Lord to discipline me anytime that he wants to, because I believe when the Lord disciplines me, he's doing it for my good. He's doing it for my health. He's doing it for my finances. He's doing it for my relationships. And I really do receive and enjoy the discipline of the Lord, because when he disciplines, there's a prophet. It, the Word of God tells us the discipline of the Lord brings forth a benefit or a blessing or a profit to all of us. So the word discipline is something that people struggle with. They think that it's such a negative thing, and it's really not negative at all discipline is a good thing in our life and discipline brings success and brings prosperity let me give you an example I've talked a lot about credit card use in past episodes on these podcasts. And there's a good way to use a credit card and there's a bad way to use a credit card. Now a lot of folks believe that if you have a credit card and you're trying to get your finances in order, first thing you should do is cut up all your cards and throw them in the trash. I disagree with that. The reason I say that is because if we just cut them up and get rid of them, we'll never learn the benefit from a card. We'll never learn the discipline that we need to have in using a card. Yes, it's true. If we have a card, we tend to misuse use them. A lot of people, when they use a credit card, they don't think that they're spending money, that just somehow this going on this little card and it's not really money that's coming out of their budget. But a credit card can be a devastating issue in our finances. But it can also be a blessing. I know my wife and I have used credit cards all of our life. When I wasn't making very much money and my income was very low, I still used a credit card because I wanted to gain the benefit that it gave me. Some of those cards gave me a little cash refund. Others gave me air miles or reward miles so that I could, take an airline trip someplace and not have to pay for it but the condition that we use those cards was that we would never use them unless the money we were spending was in our budget and that we could pay for that expense that charge out of our income before the month is up so we wouldn't get charged any interest and I'm not I'm not bragging I'm not boasting I'm not saying well look at me but I can tell you in 40 years of using or longer and using credit cards I've never paid one penny's interest on a credit card because I knew that that was not a way to be successful financially. And to this day, I use my credit cards for everything. I mean I use a credit card to buy gas, to buy groceries. I even pay my tithe at the church. And if the church gets charged a fee of two or three percent for the use of my credit card, I just increase the amount of my tithe or my check to the church by that two or three percent in order to help the church not have to have that expense come out. So a card can be a wonderful tool but it requires discipline. Discipline can be a blessing. My wife and I look back and think of the times that we've flown to Europe. One time we flew to Europe on a first-class round-trip flight all the way to Italy and back, and I used the miles that was earned on my credit card. Now, I'm telling you, that was a blessing, and I'm thankful that God taught that lesson of discipline in my life. Now, if you don't have discipline, if you cannot put yourself in the position of paying your bills off every month, then I would encourage you to, yes... Cut up those cars and get rid of them. But on the other hand, having discipline in our life will bless us in the area of our financial prosperity and success in our life. Because it says here, their purpose is to teach, these proverbs, the purpose of this proverb is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. And it says to help them do what is right, just, and fair. All right, let's talk about success a little bit more. Success, true success, must be right. It must be ethical. It must be just. It must be fair. It must be truthful it must avoid every form of greed. We must make sure that when we're doing a transaction with someone, maybe we're buying a car from someone, that we pay a fair price and not try and grind the person down or take advantage of them. See, those are all principles for God to bless us and to have true success in our life. True success is success that comes from God. Because the reason I say that is, if people are searching for the truth, there's only one source of truth in the world today, and that's a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is is the only truth. And so therefore, if you want truth, you have to have a relationship with God. If you have a relationship with God, then you'll want truth in your life. And the Holy Spirit who dwells in us will help us to have truth and be right and be just and be fair and, and operate ethically. And when all that comes together, we'll understand what it is to have true prosperity and true success. And with that success, we'll live peaceful lives and have joy unspeakable and full of glory. We'll live the abundant life that Jesus talked about and the type of life that I'm teaching about in this series entitled Quality Christian Living, this particular topic, Prosperity and Success. I want you to have success. I desire for you to receive the blessings of the Lord and all this teaching is trying to help us have the right balance in our life so that we can be blessed of the Lord. I'm going to wrap up this particular session with Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 12. Listen to this. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. Boy, there's a relationship situation that we all can understand and relate to. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. You know, when a pastor is honest with his people and good man and he gets blessed by the church with a good salary and drives a nice car and has a nice home and you know puts the Lord first obviously in his walk with God and blesses people and helps other people. We want to bless them. We want to help them. We want them to be successful and we we want them to have finances that will enable them to live a nice life and then when they retire they'll be able to retire with the finances that they need so they don't have to live in poverty and stress. So when this says when the godly succeed everyone is glad Well, I certainly have seen that, but I've also seen the other. It says when the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. So there's ruthless people who have financial prosperity. That's not good prosperity. They just got a lot of money and they have what the world sees as success. And it's not really success. It's just simply their greed and their unethical dealings have brought them into a position that they appear to be successful. It says when they're in charge, people go into hiding. That means people don't want to be around them. That means people are afraid of them. That means. People don't want to do business with them. So let me just kind of wrap this thing up by saying that I believe God has a plan where he will draw people to us who want to bless us. I know this is changing kind of my direction a little bit, but I believe that. I believe that God wants to bless us and wants us to have favor with other people. I've seen in my own life where I'm working on a project or doing something, if my relationship with right is right with God and I'm putting him first and I'm giving him my finances first and I get into a tight position financially, it seems like something always seems to surface. Someone comes to my aid. Some bank makes a loan that I didn't expect or God figures out some way to help me through other people because he's pleased with my finances. He's pleased with my relationship with him and he wants to bless me because throughout God's word, he talked about continuing blessing those who have a right relationship with him. So I'm going to close this today and I'm looking forward to our next session coming up here pretty soon. Father, I pray blessing on everyone who's listened in to this Teaching today, I pray that you would anoint it and bless it as they listen, Lord. And I pray, God, that maybe some points that they've picked out of here today, Father, and understand that prosperity and success go hand in hand and they're right and they'll be blessed if it's based upon the Word of God. However, we've also learned today that prosperity and success that's earned improperly, Lord, will not receive the blessings of the Lord and will not bring peace into a person's life. I believe, Lord, that you planned this message for certain people today who need. to hear this or people who needed to hear this who need to share it and share these thoughts with other folks who maybe have a life that's kind of out of balance and their focus is all on getting rich and being successful without putting God first. So I believe you'll bless it and I thank you for it for I ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. My next podcast is going to be entitled Is Prosperity Our Only Goal? We need to get into that and understand that. I'm very excited about it. Matter of fact, some of the things I said today had some influence by that teaching I prepared coming up in the next podcast. So I want you to look forward to it. and I know that God will bless you. As you listen to the Quality Christian Living podcast. There's a lot of topics that I have not yet covered because I've only been doing this for just a few months and the title Quality Christian Living has to do with a complete balance in our Christian walk with God. It means that yes, our finances should be blessed and yes, we should understand what prosperity is and what success is. But it means far more than that. It means that we need to understand that God wants to do mighty works in our life. That God has a purpose for our life. I've written a number of books dealing with finances and generosity and and for veterans who've served in Vietnam and other places and I've also written books on health and healing and faith and miracles. So we're going to be getting into all that. I'm probably going to complete through the month of September teachings on finance and prosperity. Then right after that I believe as the Lord leads we'll be going off into a direction on miracles and faith. I've been blessed many times by the Lord physically. I've had three major healings in my life where it took a miracle honestly for me to survive. And I'll get into that later but it's amazing when I look back and think that that God knew that I'd be doing podcasts someday and be able to speak to people all, literally in countries all over the world. I noticed last month that we had 81 countries who tuned in and listened to these podcasts. And I thank the Lord for that. He knew that was gonna happen. I didn't. And he needed to heal me five and a half years ago for this to take place. So there's something in your life that God wants to bless you so that you can attain. And I believe that. And I believe that that purpose that God has for your life will come forth the more we seek him and we seek what his direction is for our lives. So I believe that God has a great plan in, for your life. He has a plan and a purpose for all of us. We're going to talk about that in upcoming sessions. So I pray that you'll be blessed and you'll receive those teachings with open arms. Now, I'd like to encourage you to go to my webpage, davidcfriendauthor.com. And if you subscribe there, you can receive my monthly newsletter that I just released and also an, a new ebook that I have available. It's a free ebook talking about issues dealing with prosperity and finance. So I hope that you'll get to that webpage. There's also a list of all the books that I've written, the things that I've talked about here just a few few minutes ago, and also subjects that we'll be talking about in the upcoming months and even years. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can get them on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I just pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. And my favorite statement here again, may you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you.